0: Hello everybody and welcome to Goldbridge Saves Football. Have we got a Christmas cracker for you? We are stuffed with brilliant content like you will be on Christmas Day evening. We have got so much to talk about, haven't we Will? Loads.
1: Yeah, there's a storm sweeping the nation and there's a storm sweeping over football. European football, football, club football could change as we know it. We thought we were settling down for Christmas. Well, have a coffee, wake up, put the fire out because everything's changed.
0: No, put the fire on. In fact, I will be the fire. And that, 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 that's not even the Super League stuff. The Goldbridge stuff. There's an investigation into that. We've got game of the season between Liverpool and Arsenal. We've got a Christmas giveaway, which is absolutely incredible. You've got to listen to this. But we're going to start off with the Super League because it's meant to be bloody Christmas. And Scrooge has turned up with Real Madrid, Barcelona... And Juventus, potentially, and said the Super League is back. Well, you've not found Tiny Tim, you've found Massive Mark. I'm ready. Are you ready, Will? He's laughing about that one.
1: Yeah, you've not, you've not found Tiny Tim, you've found the, uh, w- Wanky Weasel.
0: <laughs> wanky Will? Wanky Will. You should have left it a massive mark. You yeah, sorry. it. You reared it. But um, sorry. Uh, we can cut it out in the in the in the edit. Don't worry about that. But nah. look, let's get into this Super League because I'm outraged by this. I was outraged with it before. I'm outraged with it now. There's so much to delve into. Basically, the European Court has said that UEFA and FIFA acted unlawfully by blocking a Super League. Um, I don't. Re- First of all, I just want to say to me, will that that is an irrelevance anyway? Because it, as I recall. I don't care whether the UEFA and the FIFA tried to block it. It was never... The the clubs were pulling out of it because of the fans. Like, I remember the statements from various football clubs going, we got this wrong, we misjudged it, we won't be involved in it. So in some ways, it might be a little bit of a storm in a teacup, but I'm still very angry about it because it's greed behind all of this again.
1: Yeah, I think it could well be that. I think this morning's been a bit of a, as of recording, it's been a bit of a turbulent one with, you know, you go onto Twitter and it's an absolute minefield with different statements coming out and clubs pulling in, clubs pulling out. But like you said, and, fundamentally And also everyone as well,
0: left- just to add to that turbulence this morning, I thought I'd left my bank card in Costa. It's just not oh, been God. that sort of day. You
1: know, you just don't want it. Yeah. What, did you have one of them um, caramel festive lattes, was it?
0: Yeah, but I had visions of this uh, greedy granny who's always in there, you know, maxing out my card, getting cinnamon swirls and, you know, give me a pint of toffee latte with cream on the top, you know, rub it in a gob and, you know, maxing out my card to the limit. I mean, I'm a very festive person and I'm a very giving person, but uh, she needs to fucking stop ramming cake in her mouth and get on a fucking treadmill. (laughs) If you know, you know. And you can um, say that. Yeah, you can yeah. say that because you would say that if you saw yeah. it. Trust me, you can. Anyway, back yeah. to the Super League, which is also about it's... greed.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can smell it before you see it. I think that in terms of the Super League, it's it's one of those things that, yeah, hopefully it all comes back to like the meritocracy. And that was why it went out the first time. And that's why it'll go out this time. And we're already seeing the bit like the big clubs who you saw. Sort of, you know, when Bayern Munich come out, they're sort of like the arbiters of football aren't they you know when they speak it's like right they, they normally get it right even Man United have already come out um, so I mean hopefully it's a storm in a teacup but there is this lingering worry that we've had and we've sort of forgotten about it for two years but sort of come back to the fore today hasn't it
0: exactly and I think that what you've got to um, what you have got to realise is that this Super League in its format is basically go back to the origins it was the Glazers Liverpool's owners Arsenal's owners in secret for 18 months discussing this deal with, with, with Perez and other European clubs behind fans' backs. They dropped it. Fans didn't like it. Nobody liked it. There was uproar and everyone pulled out apart from, you know, a couple of clubs like Real Madrid, Barcelona. And, and why, why do they want to keep, Why have they kept it in the courts? Why have they kept it going? You know what? It's pure desperation. I liken the Super League, right, to working in a business like the Premier League that works really, really well. It's working really, really well. And then Del Boy turns up, Real Madrid, and says, next year we'll be millionaires. M- move away from the business that's working w- re- really well and come and work with me. And then you go, why do you want me to work with you? Because I want to be rich. And I think, ultimately, I've got a massive amount of respect for Real Madrid and Barcelona, but they're in, they're in failing models. It's not, La Liga's not working because they made it fail. La Liga doesn't work because their TV deal sends all the money to Real Madrid and Barcelona. So... And, and and it's still not enough for them. So now they want a Super League because they're jealous of the Premier League and they want money. And they, you know, Real Madrid and Barcelona should be in a model that makes them money. But that's their fault because of how they structured La Liga. So this is about greed. And what they're trying to do now is, it's, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing because what they're trying to do now is, oh no, our league's all about fairness. The new format's all about fairness. The new Super League's all about fairness. But we remember the old one. The old one was about a franchise with no relegation. Taking Real Madrid all around the world, Barcelona all around the world—basically a a football for the you know an F one equivalent. It's all about greed, and I, I, just, I just think the Premier League, and and I'm so glad that clubs like Bayern Munich and and Manchester United, partially not as strong as Bayern Munich, have come out and said no, nah, no way, not not interested.
1: Yeah, but I I also think we spoke about it on Monday show as well, like about the club we, club World Cup being extended. Um it's like FIFA and UEFA are like divorced parents and they're trying to give the their son at Christmas the best present, you know, like we're expending the Club World Cup, that's going to replace the Champions League. UEFA are trying to do what they're trying to do with the um with the Champions League next year going into the new format. Meanwhile, you've got all the the kids, which are the clubs who are like some are happy, some are not, and they're thinking, I want this over here. So they've made their own thing. So then you've just got three different, well, probably four different factions all wanting different things and it all does sadly come down to greed, really. It's just, I I just don't think we're going to, there's not a right answer for everyone because obviously Real Madrid and Barcelona rightly so, especially Real Madrid with their even recent success. But like you said, La Liga just, we the Premier League, they're trying to make the Premier League suffer because of their failings in La Liga.
0: Look, ultimately, it's basically, they're trying to sell it off as football is free. You know we're gonna we're gonna take football away from the evil people of the Premier League and the UEFAs and the FIFA's and we're going to run it. But how would it? How does it work with Real Madrid's Florentino Perez, also the president of the league? It's just we, we, we look at the Premier League at the moment. We're talking about VAR all the time. We're talking about regulation. You need independent regulation. And 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 the Super League is it's all for the people, but actually it's going to be run by the clubs. I mean. This would be the equivalent of shooting a porno and sacking the producer and the lead the lead star gets to tell everyone what's going to happen in. Well, he's going to get to screw all the ones he wants to screw and get rid of the ones he doesn't, isn't he? It's all going to be about him. And 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 we can all see that's going to happen. They're treating fans like mushrooms again. But look, let's be let's be even handed here, because people will be going, tell us, tell us, Will, tell us, Mark, what's it all about? So the A22 group, who are, who, who are basically representing this for on behalf of, I think, Real Madrid, Barcelona, etc., have basically said that all football will be free, which, I mean, I don't really give a shit if it's free. I, I'm happy to pay for football if I can watch good football. So I don't mind being somebody that puts money into football. That doesn't bother me. And the freedom side of it will come at an expense of, I think, will what they would do is they, they're still going to make a lot of money. So if you're going to make the matches free, I would imagine the money's going to be made very much in a similar way to the F1 model. Where you say Real Madrid are playing Barcelona in New Mexico in March in the Super League, sponsored by Goldbridge Saves Football. Snatch pack. Yeah, and and each game will have its own sponsorship pack, like the F one, and that's how they'll do it. They'll take it around the world. That's how they'll do it. I don't, you know, I want to see Real Madrid playing in the Burnabout. I don't want to see them playing in New Mexico or Delhi or Solihull. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't do it for me. Um, but the actual format will. What's your thoughts on this? So there would be three tiers, star tier gold tier and blue tier, which are crap names anyway, 16 teams in the star tier, 16 teams in the gold tier, and then 32 teams in the blue tier. You There's some sort of playoff, etc. but you get relegated if you're at the bottom of the star tier, two teams, bottom of the gold tier, two teams, and then in the blue tier, 20 teams get relegated for teams from other leagues who do well. Basically, you put Real Madrid, Barcelona, Man City, Bayern Munich into that top star tier, and they never leave. They never leave because there's only two relegation.
1: So I think the difference, obviously, with this one, if we're trying to be fair and objective, is this isn't a replacement replacement of domestic football in terms of our league system. This is a replacement of the Champions League in Europe. So that's the initial but it will one be. to sort of... It will be, there. Yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, I think many, like you saying, many people are saying it's a start for that. And they're mm. saying domestic clubs, no, no matter whatever level you are, can get into the blue, then the gold, then the star tier. But obviously, in reality, with the systems in place, who's running it, that's obviously objectively probably never going to happen because, you know, these the, the rich get richer and that's why they're in place to do. I think there's still, what time are we recording this? It's Thursday, nearly half one. The announcement came out this morning. Then that very hastily, well, not hastily put together, but very poor, poorly put together. The interesting thing was me in that video as well they did like you would be playing home and there was a snapshot of London in the background. And I was like, mm. Well, surely that means that an English team has committed to this new programme under the A twenty two system. So yeah. I'd be interested to see who that is. And especially now, I mean I'm looking even on Twitter now, but like, will the domino start to fall? Because if Man United come out and say, We're not doing it, then surely that's when, you know, as a fan of Chelsea or Arsenal and everyone else you like, well, when's our statement coming out? Why is it coming out? Yeah, and then that's they when the rumour room-
0: I mean, this statement's come from uh, the CEO of Bayern Munich. He says, "We support the European club competitions under the umbrella of UEFA." Once again, it's very clear the door for the Super League at Bayern remains closed. And I tell you what, I'm not a Bayern fan, but it gives me goosebumps. I'm like, "Have it, go on, I love it. I love the yeah. fact that a club that is so well-run in a league that they dominate. You know, if anybody's going to want a Super League, you think maybe Bayern Munich because they do, won, they won, they they win the league every year, but they're not." They're not. They're like you know what? This the Bundesliga is our league. It's the foundation of Bayern Munich, uh, and we support that. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. It's a much stronger statement than United, which is a little bit grey, but 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 quite quite damning, I think. But. Um Go I've got
1: a statement, breaking statement for you, um, apparently, and um, I, I, this is the main thing as well, on days like this, you remember the day when the Super League broke, you've got to check your sources, so I'm I'm just going to double check it, but the, the tweets that's coming out from uh, a European journalist is saying that UEFA are apparently trying to abandon their new plans for the new format of the Champions League to stay with the current format going into next year now.
0: I bloody love that. I don't like the new format. Yeah. I think it's rubbish. I hate it. We're going to talk about it in future weeks. But the new, as we get closer to it, the new format's rubbish. But look, the, wee, the, 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 we, the weasel is Will. Oh, I've said that now. I, I, I meant to say the reason, the reason I'm against it um, is because it will kill the Premier League. And that's what the European press has been reporting about today. Because basically, if you cut through all the crap and you want to clip one thing about the Super League, it's basically to kill the Premier League. That, that it's always been to kill the Premier League. I don't know why the Premier League teams are involved because because they're going to earn more money, probably. But it's just to kill the Premier League. It, Perez wants to kill the Premier League. Barcelona do. Juventus do. Everybody wants to kill the Premier League because it's dominating and earning more money. There will be a time very, very soon, if it's not that case already, where teams like Aston Villa and Spurs can spend more than Barcelona. But you've got to look at the principles. The reason the Premier League like, is like that, Will, is because it sets a format in place that works and everybody wants to watch it.
1: Yeah, but also as well, I think, you know, we speak about this affecting the Premier League, but as a fan of a team that's been languishing in the championship for 13 years and, and you know, other fans across the EFL, that, you know, the, the Premier League has benefited uh, us, but then there's obviously certain ways that it still holds teams back going forward as well. I mean, like with the parachute payments and everything going back. So there's still that in England now that, you know, even with the voting system, isn't it? Of the Was it 14 to 6 or 13 to 7 of like, even in this country, those clubs really still hold the power just because of that. So, you know, nothing's perfect, uh, but this definitely isn't the solution to the problems. Yeah,
0: nothing is perfect, but it it would be a killer for the Premier League because you'd have, they, they make out it wouldn't damage domestic football, but when Man United are playing, you know, Arsenal in New York, and then they've got a home game against Bournemouth on the Saturday, you're just going to put your reserves out because then midweek, you've got a game against Real Madrid in Delhi. So it will damage it. It will become all about the Super League. But look, leave your comments on that. Um, very interesting opening to the show. Uh, let's get back to Christmas, Will. Let's get back to yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Cause we've got a mass, we're, we're going to do um, Goldbridge for two weeks, but, uh, Before we talk about that, um, obviously Christmas Day is on Monday this year, the 25th of December. It's on this year. And then you've got Boxing Day on the Tuesday. So we won't have a podcast for you that goes up on Boxing Day because we'll all be stuffed and drunk and merry. But um, we have got the biggest game of the season. The biggest game of the season. It's Liverpool against Arsenal. It's who will be top at Christmas. That is all cup. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. I watched Liverpool play against West Ham. And I thought they looked much better than they did against United at the weekend. And I'm actually leaning towards Liverpool at the moment. I know we're going to do a combined 11, but where, where are you on this game? Because I, I am, with that home advantage, they just looked a lot sharper. I know, I know there was a few changes, but they looked a little bit more on it. It's almost like that Man United result might be a kick up the arse they need ahead of Arsenal.
1: Yeah, well it feels like that especially with that result and then like even not that I agree with them and I think there's a, even a debate in that but with the comments Klopp made after the game about the fans and trying to get the atmosphere up for uh, Saturday afternoon so I think they know the importance of this game because you know well as Arsenal found out last year a top at Christmas doesn't get you the Premier League title but it certainly is a big marker down especially with Manchester City away. I'm going towards Liverpool I think that you know they know how to get fire and there's certainly evidence of that and I think I think 3-1
0: 3-1. Mm. Yeah, I, I I do think, and this could be a real um, great prediction, I do think that there is a bit of a soft underbelly to Arsenal. Um, we saw it against Villa. We saw it at Newcastle. I think away from... I, I, I don't think Arsenal have got the ability this season to put teams away. I think there's been a lot of games, even at home, like against Forest, and I think there was somebody else where maybe it was Wolves 2-1, 2-1 both games. They don't really seem to be able to, like last season, I think they're a better team than last season because they're more resolute defensively and they're more set up to stay in the title race, I think, this year. But they're not, they're missing that. I don't like Havertz and Odegaard in the same team. I think it massively hinders Odegaard. I don't think they're scoring as many goals as they should be. And therefore, I think you're always in a game, especially away from home. And I just fancy Liverpool to get it. I just pray to God that uh, there is no bad VAR decisions. Because I tell you what, did you see the Carabao Cup games? They weren't great. But they were, you know, I was finished by ten to ten, both halves, forty six minutes. It was great. I loved it. Fast flowing football. Um, get rid of VAR and don't don't ruin the Liverpool Arsenal game.
1: So what do you think? We I put combined eleven down here. You know, it's a bit of a you know many people do it, but every week it just seems to pop up where I think there could be some interesting choices in this I've one. Got, so I've gone ready I, I to did go it last week. OK, Go on, fire I'm, away I'm, then. Merry Christmas. I'll fire away
0: and then you can you can you can take it apart like a Christmas turkey on Christmas Day night when you're picking at the bones and going, mm, what can I get in a sandwich? Round anyway, meat. Round meat. Um, uh, just on on that, do, is it just turkey at your house or is there secondary meat?
1: Um, <laughs>
0: There's sec- oh, yeah, the secondary meat. All right. That's
1: the pudding. Uh, you can have my secondary meat if you want. No. No. Um... Well, pigs and blankets, but there's no sort of ham or anything. There's there's just oh. a, a turkey that's carved. But um, yeah, what about you? If you're
0: vegetarian, you may as well go and make yourself a cup of tea because we are talking meat. And um, yes. at my at my house and on the wife's side of the family, it's pheasant and guinea fowl. Ph- no, it's not. It's um, turkey, <laughs> turkey and ham, turkey and ham. So oh. there's a ham and a turkey, which I like. I, growing up, it was just turkey at my house, but we have a turkey and ham. On the on the wife's side of the family, and then on my side of the family, um, they have turkey and beef.
1: Oh, not a fan. Yeah, I've really I, got on beef. Actually, I feel I, I feel like you get I, a chewy number and, with beef.
0: Uh, turkey and beef. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I I It's a really win combination. But um, yeah, I, I like the little um, I like the little uh, niche things. I mean, I went to somebody's house who will remain non- anonymous unless they're listening. Um, no gravy.
1: Well, speaking of um, one of your employers or where you work, I saw on Talksport that Jeff Stelling announced that he doesn't have turkey on his and um, he doesn't have gravy on his turkey. He hates it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I've I've had Christmas dinner where there's no uh, gravy. I, I very nearly what did you do? Said,
1: bread sauce. Cranberry.
0: No, there's no bread. No bread sauce either. No, I
1: Cranberry. was like
0: inside. I was like, do I ruin Christmas? I felt like going. You fucking idiot. Get back in the kitchen Take and the get the bisto on, and get a packet of bread sauce. Yeah. You stupid cow! I mean, I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you ruined my Christmas dinner, but I didn't. I just had to grin and bear it, and then moan about it for the next eleven months
1: and say we're never going there again. You put some water on top. You can't do that. You'd have to go really. around with some Oxo cubes in your is,
0: pocket. I think. I think they they did it on purpose as well. They genuinely thought it was good good cuisine. Um Yeah. No. That's- uh Anyway. My combined 11 is as follows. This is a Christmas cracker delivered to you by Goldbridge until Will dismantles it. Alisson in goal, Trent right back, Saliba and Van Dijk, Robertson, Declan Rice, Sir Bosley, and Odegaard. Salah, I'm going to have to put Saka on the left so they swap around because it doesn't make sense otherwise. Up front, Really difficult. I've gone Darwin Nunez over Jesus.
1: Yeah. Now, I agree with all of that. I was going to go Nunez over Jesus. I think that's the, the main point of contention there. I think we. you... I, you could go McAllister in the, the midfield. Year, which, yeah, those are the two I was... I was thinking of, but I, I'm happy with that, you know, and you've been great to me this year. So I'm happy to shake your hand and, you know, call a truce. And it's a bit like the, what they did in the war in the first world war. isn't it? We'll go over the top, we'll shake hands and we'll just have a game of football there because it's Christmas.
0: Well, we're definitely going to clip that up and put it on social. So watch out for the reactions to that. But what I find amazing is that, um, neither club really has that Harland, Harry Kane up front. Do they, they don't, I mean, Arsenal probably do need a striker. Nunez needs but to deliver Nunez as that striker. That. Yeah, I think, he, I think you're right. I think he needs to deliver as that. Um, who's the more successful club in the next couple of years, I think is is a question we, we had as well. Who do you think is going to be the more successful club over the next couple of years? I think it's a great question.
1: Yeah, well, I think you look at it as well because it's just, again, it ties back to when we speak about Man City, how long Pep's going to be there. The same for Liverpool with Klopp. It feels <laughs> with both of them that they have this sort of like, reinvigoration and love for it and, you know, a, a bit more passion towards it, especially with Klopp with this midfield. So, I, if he can stay for another three or four years, I think that would be great. Arteta, every year, you know, they're improving. But, I don't know. There's just something I can't put my finger on where I just feel like Liverpool will just kick on again. And with Arteta, I just, I don't know what it is, Mark. I just couldn't tell you a specific thing, but it's something where I just I I just can't see it. I
0: don't know know. what it is. I just don't. You know what it is.
1: Go on. Liverpool, Arsenal, Klopp,
0: Arteta. It just comes down to one very simple thing. Jurgen Klopp is a better coach. Um, I'm a big fan of Arteta. I don't like Arsenal. I don't like Liverpool, but I can respect both. I could see what Arteta's doing. He's more of an apprentice. Um, And I don't think it... Look, if Arteta can eclipse Klopp over the next few years, his apprenticeship has gone to the level I'm sure he wants to but I actually think Jurgen Klopp is probably one of the great managers of the last decade and I just think he's a yeah. better coach. I think Arteta's doing a great job um, Who do I think will be more successful over the next two years? I've got to say and I said this on my watch along this week when you look at Liverpool's midfield Endo, Gakpo, Gravenberg McAllister, Sabozlai Curtis Jones um, is it Biaketic, uh, Harvey Elliott? I mean he's got and they're all relatively around 25 or under, I think, apart from Endo. it has got so many options there. I, I, I think that if he, can, if he can sort Nunez out or get someone else in, I, I think Liverpool and Arsenal are set up to, you know, I think Liverpool are set up better. I think they've got more options in, in the key areas at the moment.
1: Yeah, that no, 100%. to and, say And, and the, sort of the track record's there as well, isn't it? Of like what he's done before and, and what can come again. And is this the sort of Liverpool 2.0 under him? And... This, I mean, this could be a big tell like, uh, of, of which ways it's going to. Well, it is a big tell, but I wonder what the lasting impact of this game is when both teams could go top at Christmas um, and how it goes after that. I mean, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I would predict that they do better. It reminds me a little bit, you know,
0: I don't know whether anyone's ever been in this situation. You go back home on Christmas Eve and uh, you're down the pub, and then someone says, oh, Danny Smith's going to pop in later. Oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, he's got a new girlfriend. <laughs> he's got a well, new I've girlfriend. Got that yeah, he's got a new girlfriend. Yeah, I bet she's a right horrible bitch. And then she comes in.
1: No, not a girlfriend. I'd just like to ask. Uh,
0: she comes in with Danny, and actually, she's really nice. And I, that's what I feel about Liverpool. I, I really do not want to say anything positive about them, but I, I do think that they're on a trajectory to success, um, just like Danny Smith's girlfriend. Um, let, let's interject here. We, we, we've gone with um, we've done the Liverpool Arsenal thing. We've got a few more to talk about. I mean, this will probably be visual anyway, but be audio. Uh, I've got to be clever here. So uh, at the Christmas oh, show, uh, He's getting his pigs Stan- blankets out. This is this is brilliant. The, at the Christmas show last last week, I wore this um, United uh, twenty times knitted Christmas jumper. Um, we did run a we did a run of these about a, th- a week a year ago, and uh, there was a thousand, but they had a red collar. The prototype had a white and only I had it. And the white collar looks better than the red, but we still sold a thousand cash back. Anyway, um, I was meant to give it away at the show and I forgot. So we have got this once in a lifetime, 20 times, got 20 on the back as well. uh, Christmas jumper as worn by Goldbridge on the Christmas show. But more importantly, it's it's a one off. Um, We're going to give it away. Now, you're not going to get it in time for Christmas, but you'll have it forever for future Christmases. all you've got to do to win this epic item is get in the comments on Spotify or iTunes and say, if you spent Christmas with me, where would you take me? Nothing sexual. <laughs> Why um, not? Come on. No, well, it, you won't get chosen to win. You've, you've got to woo me. So where are you taking me and what present would you buy? And uh, want to see those in the comments. And the best one we will pick uh, on the next podcast, and it will get, be winging its way to you in the new year, and for future Christmases. So we want to know in the comments, if I was to spend Christmas with you, where are you taking me and what are you buying me? And actually, if you get them in quick enough, you might get a message from me saying, when's the flight? Because you never know, Might might get some good offers.
1: Can I, have, can I enter now? Go on then. Um, I'd, I'd take you away to Centre Park Sherwood Forest for a three-day treat. I'd take you out for a, a lovely steak dinner on Christmas Eve and then a a lovely turkey lunch on Christmas Day, and then i take you down the Rapids.
0: That sounds good. That sounds good. That that sort of stuff will do well. You could be winning that jumper. Um, Other either-ors this weekend, uh, West Ham against Manchester United. We'll go to you, Will, first, because you're not a United fan, and I'm interested to know what the level-headed, non-United delusion that's going to come from me thinks about this, West Ham at home against Man United.
1: Bit of a weird one, West Ham, aren't they? Every time you think they're sort of back on track, they have a bit of a a, a wobble and a a few defeats. Can't really put my finger on them, and that's exactly the same for Manchester United. So I don't know about this one. I feel like hopefully, sometimes at Christmas, you just get those crazy games where you can't put a tab on them. And I'm hoping this could be like a nice 3-3 with just everyone going batshit crazy, just going hell for leather and nothing making sense. And that's what I want.
0: I think after the Liverpool draw, which we obviously got a lot of stick for, but it was all we could do and it was a good point. I think that this is a Christmas ruiner, really. If if Man United lose to West Ham, it's back to square one. It's massive questions around the players and the manager again. And nobody wants that on Christmas Eve. Nobody. So I think West Ham need to take one for the team and uh, United need to go and win. If they don't, uh, I mean, it could be a draw. But I'm going to go United win. But West Ham are dangerous, as you say. They're so unpredictable. They were terrible defensively in the Carabao Cup. I think Fulham whacked them a few uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. So I'm going to go Man United win. But uh, we need to win as well. Villa on Villa on Boxing Day as well. Um, I was I, I actually um, I walked past John McGinn today. Really? Yeah. I was walking. I just what dropped did you say seven, to him? I just I just dropped Seb off at school and. Um, I walked around the corner from the forest and uh, this lad was walking towards me in really clean white trainers and a black tracksuit. And he sort of glanced up at me. And I normally always have a quick look, you know, from the police days, you sort of observe. And um, I thought I recognised that face and it it was John McGinn. And actually, he was smaller than I thought he would be, which is not a bad thing. I I mean, bloody hell, I've met Ash the Young in real life. It's like, I thought, he's tiny. But uh, yeah, there was no conversation. It was just, I, I just carried on walking. I thought, that's John McGinn. He's five foot ten. So yeah, he is smaller than me.
1: Oh, five By foot five not, inches. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 I didn't
0: say he was small. I was just saying he was smaller than me. I thought you I'd win a just header against a bit there, him. Aren't you? I felt like going, I'd win a header no, against he him. He's got that Scottish grip. I thought I should have said, Scooby Doo. Hey, hey, Christmas. let's have a bottle of scotch, John. I know you've got Sheffield United tomorrow night, but come on, let's go and have a, let's have a pint in the forest. Scooby-Doo. Ah, you fucking boring twat. Come on,
1: let's have it. Sure, sure, that had gone down really well with him, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, I I, I just said nothing. Um, Which sometimes Um, famous people don't like because they like to be acknowledged. Like Will, if you don't recognise him, we were in McDonald's a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <You're> not, uh, <laughs> we were in McDonald's a couple of weeks ago and this guy saw me and was like, Oh, Mark, can I have a p- picture? And then he saw Will and he went, Are you the guy from the podcast? And Will was the like, slightly made his Christmas. Loves he loves the well, It's was
1: nice, wasn't it? All the way from Stavanger, shout out if they're listening. They're probably not, they were liars.
0: I bet they are listening. Big shout out to the Norwegian massive. We have one uh, percent of our listeners come from Norway, so get get it up. Yeah. Uh, not sexually. Get get those numbers up, and we'll come over and do a and show. That's big.
1: When one percent of four million every week, that's quite big.
0: Villa, Everton. Sorry, Villa Man United Boxing Day. Just I know I know that's not this weekend, but they're very compacted. Like my crap yeah. on Boxing Day. Um. <laughs> what, uh, what, um, I'll well, tell you what, bo- the Boxing Day poo. I mean, you could do a podcast on that. God, just yeah. pray it's smooth. The reality is that Man United <laughs> have got Villa on Boxing Day night. Um, I, I can't, I can't predict this one. I, I think that Villa away from home, I actually think United might win weirdly, but Villa should win. Really? I've got a five pound bet with my postman. Who's your postman, John McGinn? Yeah, he will. It, he will it. Yeah, he, he probably is that good. He probably could deliver the post. <laughs>
1: uh, I think it'll be a Villa win. I think that as a team and like the, just the way that they're so organised at the moment, I think it's yeah. That's a statement win, though, though, isn't it? Win.
0: I know United is shit, but go to Old Trafford and win—that is a statement win. It's still got that. Is it? It is Will. It is. That's like. That's like. <laughs> that's like. Uh, winning at Old Trafford is like bedding Margot Robbie at her house
1: yeah nice okay um, yeah you're I think Ben that, will yeah. win that one the... no that's fine that's fine the, the one I was going to go to was it's almost the that's football derby um, because it's Tottenham versus Everton but it's Big Ange who I love versus Sean Dyche who you love um, and it's an interesting game i tell you what if you want it Ange you're going to get it you're going to get a fistful
0: of gravel Right up the arse. the gravel, not me. I'm not. I'm
1: not messing about. Tarkovsky and well, let me take. Go. On. No, you can go fuck yourself. You fucking pom cant and go put your dick on the Barbie. Do you want some? You, uh, if you want some, Angel, I'll give you some. I'll, I'll, I will give you some. I ain't fucking about anymore. You
0: speak to Chris Wood. i, I, I ruined his Christmas. I'll ruin yours.
1: <laughs> um. But I actually do think, I'm not sure I love Big Ange when I looked at it, I actually think I'm going to go for an Everton winner because whatever Mm. he's done, if it is the gravel in the tee and the clean sheets and the organisation and the goals, something's going on and yeah.
0: You know what, this is funny because you like Big Ange and I like Big Sean and uh, I don't think he wants to be called Big Sean. Um, Apparently, um, Ben Foster did a podcast with Sean Dyche this year and Jamie, the producer who does the quiz, called him Dychey. He didn't I like remember, it. Yeah. He didn't like it, but that's just typical Jamie. That is to go and call someone by a nickname <laughs> when you first met. When you first meet him, um, but uh, yeah, it's um, you know. Actually, I think Tottenham will win. I think Tottenham Tottenham's football is very good. Uh, I think Tottenham will win. Um, very quickly, we'll just pull a couple of others out because we're going to overrun. But it's Christmas. Don't worry about it. It's Christmas. Wolves Chelsea. Bit of a crap game. I think we're just doing it. To be nice to them, Will, really, because Potch has been talking about this. It's his wedding anniversary on the 23rd. Uh, Christmas Eve is the most important day in some countries, and it is in Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Wolves are playing Chelsea. I think it's one o'clock on Christmas Eve. Look, I love my football, but I ain't watching that.
1: I think I'll be watching it for the novelty, actually. I normally go around with friends on the afternoon. So, you know, it depends what sort of your Christmas tradition is. If you're at home, in the background, and that's on, on, yeah, yeah that's going to be on in the background, yeah. It's yeah. like you know, people, people stopped in their tracks on Monday night because oh, Monday night football, Birmingham, Leicester City. Hang on, fifteen minutes in, we've got an instant classic. And why is Mark not doing a watch along for what has been described as the best game on this Monday this year? You know, and what it's was the score? Absolutely, three to Leicester, Birmingham but that lose. doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. yeah, it does matter.
1: Um, um, I'm going to go with I, a, I th- a
0: draw. It's going to be a boring Christmas Eve draw.
1: Wolves win. Wolves win.
0: And let's just do a couple more from the other thing to make the podcast more relevant and have length. Um, yeah. So We've done Man United Villa. What are you Christmas let's, uh, Wednesday the 27th, Everton, home to Man City. Man City will have been playing in that. Oh man, I almost feel like Man City have gone to the moon. Like No one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what they're doing. I don't even know what. Is it Saudi Arabia? Yeah, Club World Cup, Saudi Arabia. They've just
1: got yeah. to win two games and they're the Club World Cup champions.
0: I fancy Everton to get something because I think Everton will lose at Spurs and bounce back at Goodison. So I'm going to go
1: Everton. um, I'm going to go Everton win, you know. I'm going to back you up there. Everton win as well, just because of all the circumstance around it. Uh,
0: And let's give someone else a go. Uh, Christmas Day is no games, thank God. Uh, Boxing Day, let's go to... Oh, we've got to be... done. You know what? People say we don't give the bottom half um, any attention. I definitely do. I
1: definitely that's do. That's why I wish for to buy manscapes.
0: Yeah, I definitely do in my house. Don't you worry about that. Um, but uh, Burnley, Sheffield United against Luton. I mean, in many ways, this is their game. It's Sheffield United against Luton. It's three o'clock on Boxing Day. It's not even televised, but they're both going down. This is the game they've been waiting for all season. If we can win that, home and away, it's six points. You never know. Um, Sheffield United against Luton. Where are you going?
1: I'm actually really proud, actually. And I think, you know, coming into our working relationship, you know, none of us knew how this was going to go. But for you to pick out Sheffield United and Luton as a game that you want to highlight, I feel like I'm finally having some sort of effect on you. So thanks for that. I think Chris has changed Sheffield United a lot, even in the short time he's there. I'm actually, I think Villa will win, but I don't think it'll be a 4-5-0 that people are predicting Villa, on Friday Villa? Villa ain't
0: playing. it. Sheffield United and Luton.
1: No, but it's Villa, Sheffield United on 23rd what I'm saying or oh, I'm talking 20, about oh you're, yes. you're doing it as no, a prequel. I'm getting to my point you nubbard. yes <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is Sheffield United are looking better Luton are looking strong but mainly at home so I think also good news today as of recording Tom Lockyer came out of hospital on Wednesday recovering at home don't know what the next steps are but all sounds positive there so that's good um, but I'm going to go for a Sheffield United win because of Chris Wilder and the effect there
0: okay I'm going to go with a draw boring draw They'll have had too much turkey, Brilliant. too much uh, playing with tricks and stuff, and uh, they'll just b- both be a bit lethargic in what is their game of the season. Right, let's do Goldbridge. Um, there's some controversy. Yeah, wow. This is this is bigger than Super League. So, what was the score going into last week? I was winning by two points, wasn't I?
1: Right. Yeah. So, j- if you can just give me the floor for about thirty to sixty seconds. Last week, you were leading going into the weekend, thirteen to eleven. However thanks to the lovely people in the Spotify audience, Chase Sutton left a comment that said, we'll pick Son last week who scored a penalty, so it should be 13-12 going into the weekend. I checked the records, it all lines up. So the score going into last weekend was 13-12. Happy with that so far? 13-12. Yes. Um, So going into the weekend, you had two scorers that scored, Solanke and Richarlison. Richarlison fine, Solanke was the debatable one. Now, before you speak, I'm willing to give you Solanke. It's been yes. taken off as a game. They've got to replay it. The fantasy points aren't going to count. But as a friend, as a colleague, I'm willing to give you the Solanke points. So at the moment, yep. you're on 15-12. You sort of have to, really, Happy so far?
0: You have to do it. Let me speak. Let him speak. Yeah, you have to give me the Solanke points. They'll be moaning in the chat because FPL reset it. But the principle of Goldbridge is you pick five goal scorers. Now, in the case of Will, he doesn't have Dinier, so he's going to go for Moreno to try and get a point. In which case, I've got to agree with it. But, if you take Solanke out for me, who's my replacement? I'm just going to pick someone who scored anyway. So, there you go.
1: Okay, yeah. Whilst coming on to that. So, you've got your... So, it's 15-12 as it stands. Last week, I had Pickford who gets a clean sheet point. now, Dinier, I picked. Didn't know he's suspended. That's my fault. Should have done my research. But that's happened with our goalkeepers and other players and we've swapped before. You text me saying, who would be Dinier's replacement? And I said, Moreno. That's in the WhatsApp text. I can put them out there. So if you're willing to give me Moreno, not only does he scored, but that's a defender. So that would be three points.
0: Uh, where does he play? Left back. Wow. So, what would that do for the scores? Make it level?
1: That, that would be... Uh, no, I'd be 16-15 ahead.
0: Why? I got because two points. Got Richarlison Pit- and Solanke, and I had a point lead. Three. Yeah,
1: 15. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pickford would put me on to 13, and then Moreno uh, threw, put me on to 16. I don't mind
0: coming from behind. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to leave that there.
1: Um, so... And and well, let, should we do a poll on Moreno, and then we can decide next, on the next podcast?
0: No, it's Christmas. I'll let you have it. You're winning sixteen fifteen. Uh, the chat will probably be split, but uh, I I can come back from behind. It's fine. So sixteen fifteen. Okay. We've got to, we've got to whiz through these because um the, 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 the we've got a yeah. double week to do here. So we make sure we get the points. It's hard to do a double week, but um I will I'm, go. When through... I
1: say this as well, sorry, they're doing it lost in translation. I've picked five people that are, I'm having across two games. You what? Um, You're gonna have I'll the same five, five across players. two? Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. All right, okay. I I don't mind doing that because I've done i done five for one game week and five for another and they're all different. So yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm happy to do that. We'll do it. Good makes it interesting, okay. I suppose. Double week, double game week, same players. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's yeah. happy. Well, well, okay. I'll go. Uh, I'll go first then. Uh, I've got Ollie Watkins who's at home to Sheffield United and away to Forest.
1: Okay, I've gone Jared Bowen.
0: Interesting. Who's he got? West Ham, uh, home to United, and away to Arsenal. Interesting. Okay, I will. Well, I had Rashford for the Boxing Day game, so I'll bin him off and I'll stick with Hoyland, who I've got for United, who play West Ham away and Villa at home.
1: I've gone for. Sorry, it's just a chocolate biscuit going down. Uh, I've gone for Dejan Kulusevski for Tottenham Hotspur, who have got... I've uh, lost it already, sorry. They've got um, Everton. Everton at home and Brighton away.
0: I did have Kulicevski. Um I will come back to that one because my next one is going to be a little bit left field. I've gone for Anthony Alanga, who is playing against Bournemouth and is then playing against Newcastle. So I've got Alanga as my third pick.
1: Okay, third pick for me is I've gone for Callum Wilson, who I did check oh. to see if he he played in the Carabao Cup yeah. didn't he, in the week. And I think Isaac's still an injury doubt. They've obviously got uh, Luton away and Nottingham Forest at home.
0: It's a good pick. I also had Callum Wilson, so I'm going to have to look elsewhere here. Um, okay, I'm going to go Darwin Nunez for Liverpool. He's going to play against Arsenal. And he's going to play against Burnley, hopefully. So I'll stick with Darwin Nunez. That's fine.
1: OK, fourth pick for me was going to be Ollie Watkins, but happy to concede that to you. So I'm going to go to Dominic Solanke.
0: OK, I had him as well. There's a lot. So I've had Solanke, Kulisewski that you've had of mine. I've had Watkins that, you've had, that you wanted. Um, so my fifth pick is... I can't have Solanke, I can't have Wilson, I can't have Kulisewski. I don't want to go to United players. I don't want two Liverpool players. So for me, it's going to be... Sod it. I I was going to go Son, but I'm going to go Jesus. Arsenal.
1: Interesting. Uh, Uh, My final pick. Good spread
0: there. Like Christmas Day at my house. I ain't talking about anyone's legs.
1: Uh, Final pick for me is I've gone for Alex Iwobi. I think Jimenez is out for at least one if not two if not three. They've got Burnley at home and they've got Bournemouth away. There we go. Uh
0: goalkeeper it was going to be between Martinez and Raya. Arsenal got West Ham and Liverpool, Villa, I've got Sheffield United and United. Uh I'm going to go I'm going to go I'm going to go I'm going to go, go Martinez. I'll go Martinez.
1: Um I've gone for a bold move. What we say saying, a point per clean sheet, or you have to get both for the point? No, a point per clean sheet.
0: They get okay. a point every goal. Oh, I've don't gone
1: for yeah, I've gone for Pickford. So they've got Everton away, and then they've got Man City at home.
0: Pickford's got Everton away.
1: Sorry, Pickford's got Tottenham away and Man City at home.
0: Okay, and my uh, my um, defender that I'm going to go with is going to be Botman, who is Backman. Um, for Newcastle he's got Luton and he's got Borist so I'm going to go Botman
1: okay I've gone for a Newcastle defender as well and after what can we describe as one of the worst weeks of his life I've gone for Kieran Kieran Trippier to have bounce back ability
0: he's going to bounce back like Scrooge on Christmas Day morning that's what's going to happen he's going to be full of assists Uh, okay uh, that concludes the podcast don't forget to get involved to win the one of a kind christmas jumper it really will be a collector's item for many christmases to come um all you got to do is get in the con- comments on spotify and tell us if you were spending christmas with me Where would you take me and what would you buy me? And we're going to pick the best there as well. Also, get your comments in. On the Super League, you can play Goldbridge as well. Do you agree with our combined 11s? Do you agree with our either-ors? So much to talk about. Uh, And also, going into 2024, if you've got any ideas for any other sort of topics you want us to bring in on the Tuesday or the Friday podcast, that would be very, very welcome. Um, When are we next doing a podcast? We're going to try and get one out sort of just after Boxing Day, aren't we, in between?
1: recording the morning of the 28th of december which is fine but i have my lads day on the 27th so um i might be that sort of level of drunk where i come on and actually get off the fence and say some home truths. uh
0: anyway look merry christmas to everyone this will be the last time we speak to you before uh, the festivities Uh, whatever you're doing um i hope you have a great time thank you so much for supporting the podcast please do give us a follow in the five stars of course loads of good stuff coming up exciting stuff coming up uh with the podcast you've really kicked it off as an organic podcast um you know it's growing the way we wanted it to grow which is by word of mouth really and uh there's more to come in the new year isn't there will
1: yeah uh no massive thanks from me to you for you know doing getting me on enjoying it and uh i think we've got so many big plans and everyone when i listen to pods people say that but we've got visual plans we've got other plans we've got exciting things guests um it's all going to happen so just enjoy yourself make sure you relax because it's going to be a big one for 2024
0: Uh, and don't forget to check out on the that's football youtube channel our um our our video that we've done we're both in it um remember wembley world cup or Knockout, whatever you used to call it. We've got that up on That's Football for a bit of Christmas festivities. And also on Christmas Eve, you can find me on Talk Sport at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, I will be reading you uh, excerpts from Chris Eubanks' autobiography to uh, put you to sleep on Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, I'm not really doing that. I think it would be good content, but I'm not really doing that. Uh, I, could do, I could do the lisp and everything, but uh, they said no. Uh, it's not really suitable for Christmas or any other time of the year. Back to the drawing board with that. Merry Christmas, everybody, and a happy Christmas.